be able to be back in service with you again. We've put many miles on our vehicle since we was here last. And uh, I hope this finds you all well and serving the Lord. Amen. It's found me uh, desiring more of God, the blessings of God. He's been good to us. We had a good meeting. One young lady there in uh, uh, Brandsville, Missouri. We, after the during the altar call, she had a appendicitis attack, and uh, uh, there was several preachers there that night. And they asked us to all go back and pray for the young lady, and uh, we had prayer, and the spirit of the Lord just came down mightily on the young lady. And uh, her dad and mom was going to take her to the emergency room, and she said the pain eased up some, so she wanted to go home. Well, they took her home, and they said, "Well, if you're not no, uh, if you're not hurt no worse, we'll take you back to the emergency room the following morning." And so uh, the next morning, she got up. They wasn't any pain, and uh, uh, the rest of the meeting, she was there every service. That just shows what God can do for His church if we'll trust in Him. Amen. I'm <laughs> this is an old song. I don't know if I can sing it or not. If you know it, help me sing. loves me more and more that's one thing that I enjoy for he came within my soul now to stay he took away my every sin and I know he lives within for he loves me yes he loves me more and more he died upon the Gave his life to set me free, shed his blood to take away my every sin. He cleansed my soul and made me whole, and it's better felt than told. For he loves me, yes, he loves me more and more. Yes, his blood has set me free. I'm as happy as can be, for he always walks with me from day to day. He lifts me up when I am down, he gives to me eternal crown, for he loves me, yes, he loves me more and more. Oh, yes, he loves me more and more. That's one thing that I am sure, for he came within my soul now to stay. He took away my every sin, and I know he lives within, for he loves me, yes, he loves me more and more. Oh, yes.
Cause he loves me more and more That's one thing that I'm sure For he came within my soul Now today He took away every sin And I know he lives within For he loves me, yes, he loves me more and more. Hallelujah. Thank God he loves me. Appreciate your giving tonight. May the Lord bless you. Amen. Appreciate the goodness of God. Uh, such an honor and privilege to get to be back with you good people. And I tell you, the revival just inspired me. Amen. Probably the right word, and uh, it's been strength to me, and the Lord has helped us. And I know it's because you prayed for us. Uh, I'd like for you to continue to do so. Lord willing, we'll be leaving out Monday week for uh, uh, Texarkana, Texas, and we'll be out a couple of weeks there. And I, I really covet your prayers. Amen. I've got great confidence in your pastor and you that you will pray for us and Lord will help us. If you have your Bibles like to read with us in the book of Isaiah chapter 51 if the Lord would help us tonight. Isaiah chapter 51 verse 11. Therefore the redeemed of the Lord shall return and come with singing unto Zion and everlasting joy shall be upon their head. Amen. Therefore, the redeemed of the Lord shall return and come with singing unto Zion, and everlasting joy shall be upon their head. And then Psalms 107, verse 2 said, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And then in chapter 33, or 73, the Bible said, Truly God is good to Israel, even to such as are of a clean heart. But as for me, my feet were almost gone and my steps were nigh slipped. For I was envious of the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For there were no bands in their death, but their strength is firm. They are not in trouble as other men, neither are they plagued like other men. Therefore pride compasseth them about as a chain, Violence covered them as a garment. Their eyes stand out with fatness and they have more than heart can wish. They are corrupt and speak wickedly concerning oppression. They speak loftily. Verse 11. And they say, How doth God know and is their knowledge in the Most High? Behold, these are the ungodly who prosper in the world. They increase in riches. Verily, I have cleansed my heart in vain and washed my hands in innocency. For all the day long have I been plagued and chastened every morning. If I say I will speak thus, behold, I would offend against the generation of thy children. And then verse 28 said, But it is good for me to draw near to God. I have, I have put my trust in the Lord God that I might declare all thy works. Amen. Sister Margaret Olinger was uh, singing there tonight. Oh, what a Savior. Amen. Or not Sister Margaret, but Sister uh, uh, Regina. 
I'll get it right here. Amen. Oh, what a Savior. Amen. And uh, Sister Margaret was singing, It's worth it all to be his child. Truly it is, church. It's worth it all. You see, in looking back over this uh, verses of Scripture here, it records the experience of a good man here who in an evil hour was sorely tempted to throw up his hands and quit. Amen. <clears throat> Have you ever been in that predicament when life seems to be so hard? And You see, this man felt heaven terribly had mistreated him and uh, he was trying to do the right thing but looked like everything was going against him. He said, for I was envious at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. God help Amen. You see, he, he looked uh, at these bad guys and it seemed to him that they were winning. They were coming out on top. I, I suppose sooner or later, church, we'll all face this same temptation. Amen. You see, the same problems of human life, they seem to reoccur in every generation. I mean, you and I face this lesson as did this man here in the Psalms a long time ago. Would you help me preach tonight? I sure would like to be a blessing to you. Amen. The lesson we need to learn, though, from this is we must all <clears throat> realize that we must worship the Lord. Amen. Sister Margaret sung that song, It's Worth It All to Be His Child. It, truly it is, church. It's worth it all. I, <clears throat> we, we think of, of all the things that this world is going through and uh, if, if we wasn't a child of God, if we wasn't a Christian, amen, what, what turmoil that you and I would face tonight. Amen. But, but we, look at, we look at this. You see, uh, without worship the Lord, amen, the sinner seems to always have the best end of the deal. Amen. The, the evil man, the wicked man here is always seemingly winning. If we wasn't in tune with God. Amen. When you see it, it's God's way. Amen. You're amazed that you could have felt that any other way. Amen. So we can't afford to have our thinking twisted, church. Amen. We don't want the enemy of our soul to... to uh, uh, tempt us and to twist us from realizing amen it's not a bed of roses and because the wicked seems to be prospering amen we hadn't seen the latter end you see the psalmist David after a while he seen the end of that journey that some of those wicked men were on and he said when I seen the end of it Right. Then understood I their end. Amen. When he went into the sanctuary of the Lord, when, when you see what God has for his people. Amen. You see, it'll kill your worship when you when you let things like this overwhelm you. Amen. It'll uh, it'll it'll turn down your faith in God. 
Then you, you begin to see things in, in church that, that don't look right. Amen. Then you, you, you find excuses why you ought not to even bother to come to church. And you begin to believe that wrong is right and that, that the loser is the winner. And you begin to think, well, uh, they're not in trouble like we are. Why? Why I'm trying to live for, have you ever heard this? I'm trying to live for God and why am I having so much trouble? Amen. Why am I going through all this? Because I'm trying to live for God. Well, the psalmist said, but it is good for me to draw near to God. You see, Paul wrote in Acts chapter 17 in 28, he said, in him we live and move and have our being. Amen. Have you ever been very near to people physically and yet very far away in your thoughts? I mean, right down the road with someone and, and be in another town in your mind. Amen. Or, or, or be in a crowd of people and just feel all alone. Amen. The wife and I got in about 1.30 in the morning, uh, Saturday morning a week ago, and uh, we laid down on the bed. Amen. I mean, I was worn out. We'd been driving. We got up 5.30 that morning. We'd been on the road all day long. And, and uh, I was laying there, and she said, Oh, it's so lonesome. Amen. Amen. I knew what she was talking about. We'd been in service almost every night and, and worshiping with God's people and fellowshipping with God's people. And there we was, amen, all alone by ourselves. Amen, Brother Dempsey. And she said, oh, it's lonesome. Amen. We hadn't got to see them grandchildren in two weeks. And uh, they were gone when we got home. Amen. So it was lonesome for a while. Amen. You see, church, you, you can live in a Christian home and even come to, to the house of God and, and, and still feel so far from Him sometimes right. in your heart. Amen. Right. You may have never been there. You may have never felt like that. I don't know, but, but I have. But the writer in Isaiah 59 said, but your iniquities have separated between you and your God and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. That's the worst sense of loneliness a person could ever bear, church. Amen. You see, we may feel lonely for a while. We may feel like it. we can't feel God every time we come to the house of God. You see, it's, it's the feeling of an eternal misunderstanding that, that, that we need to watch. Each, each moment you feel you ought to have to get that cleared up, amen, before it's too late in your life. Amen. So, so uh, you, you, you not only, amen, feel this emptiness if you're one that's without God, amen. Uh, you feel the separation, amen. And after a while, you'll find yourself, amen, uh, staying home, service after service, week after week, amen. And you lose interest, and after a while, your soul becomes very empty. Right, right. 
And when you're not here, your soul is missing vital food that it needs in the house of God. Right. Amen. Right. It's like running low on fuel and passing up a service station and, and, and thinking, well, maybe I can make it a little bit farther. Have you ever done that? Uh, <clears throat> I used to have a, a truck that had two tanks on it and uh, I'd run one empty and I'd run it plumb empty before I'd fill it up and, and uh, we was going to work one day but Travis had rode my truck and, and I didn't know he had switched tanks already amen I thought I had another whole tank brother uh, and uh, uh, when I was going up the road it went to sputtering I said no problem I just switched tanks and, and I did and I went another mile up the road and I run out of fuel and there we sit. And, and Travis, my son-in-law, and a couple more guys that was working with me, and we was working in Bluefield, and they began to giggle. It was cold outside. Amen. I mean, it was down in the teens, and, and there we was, no gas. And, and I had to get out. They said, they wasn't, they wasn't none of them going. They said, you ought to have more sense and run out of gas. Well, I thought I did. Amen. But, uh, but it turned out I had to hitchhike and buy some gas to get to work, amen. That's the way a lot of people try to do. They try to go as long as they can, right. Right. amen, without uh, a prayer, without worship, amen. Right. First of all, church, amen, you see, uh, service, amen, gives us opportunity to think, amen. It, uh, you, you, you may call it a meditation, the Psalms 119 said, I thought on my ways and turned my feet into thy testimony. You see, uh, when we have service on Wednesday night and Saturday night and Sunday, amen, that's not too often. Amen. I mean, uh, over home, we, uh, we have Saturday night prayer service. We just come and pray for an hour. Amen. But, but yet there are some that, that think that's too many times to go to the house of God. But they don't care to go to the grocery store every time they turn around. And if, if they've got plenty of groceries in the, in the, in the refrigerator, hey amen, they still, uh, they'll think of something they need and run out to get it, but uh, to keep the physical man healthy, hey amen. I hope you'll help me just a little while. I, I hope I'm not boring you here. Amen. But, but I want to talk to you about the importance of God's house. Amen. And, and worshiping God. You see, the Psalms 39 said, Lord, make me to know my end and to measure my days what it is that I may know how frail I am. Amen. You see, we got to realize this physical body, it not only needs food, but it needs spiritual help. Amen. Right. Spiritual food. And, and so he said, Behold, thou hast made my days as an hand's bread, and my age is as nothing before thee. Amen. So it lets us realize, amen, he said, Verily every man at his best state is altogether vanity. Amen. So uh, uh, David realized uh, we're just passing through here. Amen. And so if all we do in passing through life is, is come to the house of the Lord on Sunday morning, amen, and think we're doing God's house of service, amen, we've missed the whole point, church, amen. You see, we need the blessings of God in our life. 
We need the fellowship of God's people. Amen. We need to pound God in our heart because there'll come a day there'll be a crisis come down your road. Amen. And you really need to get a hold of God. But if all you've done is just visit him on Sunday morning, amen, he may be a little harder to find. Right, preach I wonder how long since we thought about that, church. Amen. You see, it's better to, to sit on a pew for a couple of hours, amen, and think than it is to sit in hell for all eternity and think of all the opportunities you had to be at the house of God. Amen. And you thought of everything else that was more important than the house of the Lord. You see, we think how much older we are. We, we think what we've done with our life so far. And then we, we, we think about the, uh, you see, the record that will uh, be revealed in the judgment. Amen. And, and think about our influence on other people. Right. And we think about the lies that we've told. And we think about the grudges that we bear. Amen. All this will be thought of when you, amen, are in eternity without God in hell. Amen. And you'll think of all these things that you could have done. But you didn't, amen. You see, the honor you had that you lost and, and the tithes that you wouldn't pay, amen, because you was mad, because uh, the preacher got right down where you was living, amen. You see, whether he preaches where you're living or not, it's our duty, it's, a, it's the word of God to pay tithes to the house of God, amen. I mean, that's God's law, amen. If God blesses us with health, and I don't know how I'm on this, but while I'm here, I want to plow this road just a little bit, amen. If God blesses us with health, Brother Ruby, and strength, amen, and work, and we can't give 10% back to him, to the work of God, you see, it's it's foolish to think that these things don't exist in our life just because we keep ourselves so busy amen we don't have time to think about it in, in, in natural thinking amen right now and so we always try to crowd every I don't know about you but when I was in sin amen uh, when I got still that's when I really thought about God as long as I can occupy with my friends and everything, I can push it back in one corner of my mind. But when I got all alone, then I thought about God. And I thought about my condition and about eternity. Hey, church, amen. We must deal with life's problems, amen. And we better think about our soul. We feed the physical man. You see, God has provided us with a faithful guidebook here, amen, to steer us and, and to lead us to heaven. It's an it's a instrument, amen. It's an it's a interesting roadmap, amen. And it, it takes us, amen, in the right direction. But if we spend all our time neglecting what the book said, amen, then when we come down to the end of life's journey, we're going to come up short. So the psalmist said in the 119th Psalm, Thy word have I hid in my heart. Right. Why? That I might not sin against thee. That's why we want the word of God hid in our heart. Amen. So the enemy can't steal our soul. Amen. Jesus, when he was on the, uh, the mountain there of, uh, of temptation to, uh, 
attempted of the devil, amen. Every time the devil come at him, he came back with the word of God. He said, it is written, amen. Right. And you see, when the enemy tries to steal away your blessing and he tries to steal away your victory in your soul, amen, if you had the word of God hid in your heart, then he can't get to that, amen, right. because you give him the word of God, amen. I never take a trip, amen, without having some kind of atlas or road map. We went to Missouri. We went down uh, Interstate 40 to Memphis and hit Interstate 55 North for a little ways and picked up 63 West. And it took us into Mammoth Springs, Arkansas. And uh, just uh, right there in Mammoth Springs, they's, uh, I think it was, I forget now, how many million gallons of water were coming right up out of the ground. Right there in a, in a space not much bigger than this church. And when it, when it started over a little fall there, it made a whole river. Made the Mammoth Spring River stocked with trout. Amen. But looking at it, you wouldn't think there was, they was that much there. Amen. But I've never found that place had I not had some map or somebody, amen, to tell me how to get there. You see, every road map, if, if there's any place on the face of this earth that you want to go and you've got a map, it'll give you the uh, longitude and latitude. Is that right? Amen. Let me check my, my, my geography here. Amen. It's been, it's been quite a few years now since I've been in school. Uh, but, but we look at that. Amen. And, 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 and we can find it on the map and then we see the, the best route to take to get there. Right. And so we're on our way to heaven, are we not? Amen. Yes. And if we are on our way to heaven and we never read the word of God and we never uh, uh, come to the house of God to listen to the word of God, then how do we expect to get there? Amen. You can't get there uh, uh, down at the pool hall. You can't get there uh, sitting in a bar. Amen. You've got to come to the house of God. That's why Hebrews said, not forsaking the assembling yourselves together as the matter some is, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Amen. So we realize, brother, that we too must give up the ghost one day. Amen. And they'll say the last words over us, and it'll be uh, uh, decided in, in eternity where we'll spend heaven or hell. Amen. So it's, 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 it's worth it to invest, amen, and buy a road map if you're going to travel very much. And it's worth it to read the word of God, amen, and listen to the word of God if, you, if you're going to heaven, amen. A lot of people feel like, uh, amen, that they're insulted when they're, they're asked to, to give a little bit to the work of God, amen. Uh, people, people pay the government for uh, uh, its services. We pay income tax, and, and I think we're taxed to death. I really do, amen. And I, I think that uh, we need to realize, brother, amen, that we need to do everything we can to get us to the house of God and, and to get us... Uh, uh, strengthen in our inner man that we can make it God to the city of God. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. We're quiet. Amen. I hope I'm not boring you tonight. Amen. But I felt this on my heart today and, and yesterday. Amen. All afternoon, yesterday afternoon. 
Amen. I had you people on my heart. Amen. And today I had you on my heart. Amen. I, I, I want to be a blessing. I want to help you. Amen. I want to uh, encourage you that it's worthwhile to go to God's house and to feel the power of God like we were feeling here a while ago. Amen. If you really don't care what happens to you or when you spend eternity, amen, I guess that would be your business, amen. You see, if so, I, I, I would never bother to go to the house of God. I'd sleep late every Sunday morning, amen. I wouldn't be inspired, amen, of uh, going to God's house or anything, amen, uh, because uh, uh, if, I, if I wasn't worried about my soul, amen, then I wouldn't bother with all this. But, but you didn't know, amen, and you don't know, amen, about eternity. Amen. You see, worship gives us opportunity to talk with God, church. We do this through prayer. We do this uh, uh, through uh, uh, reading the word of God, and, and we do it through coming to the house of God. You see, telephone cannot reach the throne of God. But prayer can. Right. You can talk on the phone all you want to. But that won't inspire you. Amen. I'm just talking on the phone. You see Mark 11 and 24. The Bible said. What things soever ye desire when you pray. Believing that ye receive them. And ye shall have them. Amen. Right. Right. Go down in the innermost part of your soul. And you was glad that you took the time out. Had to worship God and to seek God. Amen. I heard a story about a, a young man that uh, he had been a criminal. Amen. And, and uh, he had got in a, in a, in a bad uh, uh, situation and was hurt bad. And, and he was took to this hospital. But it wasn't an ordinary hospital. It was a Christian hospital. And uh, they talked to him and they were kind to him and they, they doctored on him and they nursed him back to health, amen. And uh, after he got well, the, and, and the, the minister there would visit him every day and he would read the word of God to him and, and talk to him, amen. He, and he was almost at death's door when they brought him back, amen. And when he got up, up able to do a few things on his own, they... They told him, they said, uh, you can have some of your friends to come and visit you now if you want to. God help him. And he said, I, I never realized, amen, how there was a, such a difference between me and, and, and you all, amen. You see, my world and your world is so different. He said, I, I, there's no way that I can bring my friends, amen, in a place like this. And that, that's the way it is, church, amen. When God changes us, amen. You see, our old friends, we've got to tell them goodbye. We want them saved and we try to uh, encourage them to go our way, but we can't go back their way, amen, because they're going the wrong direction, amen. You see, worship gives us opportunity to make the repairs that we need on our spiritual man. God help Hello, amen. Sometimes our soul needs a slight adjustment, amen. I've met a few people, and I know you have too, and when I left, I thought, man, they need an attitude adjustment, amen. I mean, their attitude was way bad, amen. And you see, sometimes us Christians needs a little attitude adjustment. Amen. You see, we, uh, we, we get out of line sometimes, and our worship is a, 
is a, a good state to be in. We can, we can find help. And, and the Psalmist 16 and 11 said, in thy presence is fullness of joy. Amen. That's why when you get in the house of God and the power of God gets moving, amen, and you feel the anointing of God, amen, uh, the thing that, that, that you did that you know was not exactly right, and you begin to repent of them and say, Lord, forgive me for doing that. Forgive me for saying that. Lord, I shouldn't have said that. Amen. I don't know about you. You may have never flew off the handle and, and said something you hadn't ought to and then wanted it back. Amen. If we stay prayed up with God, amen, we don't have to worry about wanting it back because the Holy Ghost will check us. Amen. And we may think it, we may want to, but just before we do, amen, something inside says you ought to calm down. You ought not to say that. Amen. And oh, we're so glad and we thank God and we rejoice. Second Timothy 1, 12, the Bible said, I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Amen. There'll be days, amen, the enemy of our soul, church, will try the very being of us. Amen. And that's why it's important for you and I to keep ourselves in tune with God. It'll give you the testimony and power to overcome when the enemy and the presser comes at you. Amen. And tries to cause you to fall. It also keeps you from places that, that you would uh, normally go. Amen. That you don't need to go that would be harmful to you. Amen. Uh, what if God called you and you was, uh, uh, you was at some of those places on a Wednesday night or a Sunday morning uh, when you could have been in the house of God. Amen. Church, we have, uh, we have uh, uh, passions and appetites which Paul called the carnal nature. You see, the longings of the flesh and, and the ways that, that the, the flesh is, uh, we, we, we can't control it in ourselves. And that's why we need to be frequent to the house of God. And that's why it's important for us to pray and seek God. Worship makes our life fruitful. And God wants us uh, to be a blessing and make us a blessing. And John 15 and 7 said, If ye abide in me and my word abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified that, that ye bear fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. Amen. You see, you know, church, I, I want people on both sides of me to like me. Huh? I want my neighbors to think that I, I, I'm a pretty decent man. I, you know, I've heard people talk about preachers. Amen. And they didn't talk about them in the, in the best perspective. Amen. I don't want to give them a reason to say he's no good. Huh? And a, ch a child of God should be the same way. 1 Corinthians 13 said, But then shall I know even also as I know. Amen. People know us, church. And if, if we're no Scrooge in life, amen, and, and if we go around in life and all we can do, we can't never have a good word to say, this church ought to be the best church in, in, in Saltville as far as you're concerned. Amen. If the enemy is working in this church and he's working in every church, amen, nobody outside this church ought to know it. Amen. 
Some people need pride in telling all that's wrong with the church. Amen. Right, right. You'll never get strength in the innermost part of your being if all you're doing is spreading bad news. Amen. Right. You know what caused me to want to go to the house of God? Amen. I worked for Johnny Smith when I was 15 years old and, and I, I, I taped cars and sanded cars for him every evening after school. And uh, when I got out of school, I worked for him. I, I painted everything, cut out of his shop there for a while. As a young man, he had trained me well. Amen. Uh, but what really made me want to go to church, Brother Jim, was they was talking about what all was going down down there in that revival. Yeah, yeah. Amen. You know why some people come to the revival uh, that y'all just had? It wasn't because I was preaching. I know because my preaching ain't that good. Amen. It was because you were enthused about what God was doing. And you wasn't saying, well, that old dried up preacher, amen, that wouldn't have brought nobody, brother Bobby. But it was a fact that you were inspired and worshiped God. Amen. And when we get inspired to worship God, church, and we get inspired to lift him up, amen, other people get interested in that. That's what interested me, amen. I was under conviction, Brother Andy, amen. And they talked about different ones getting saved and oh, it touched my heart. And I, I was thinking, I realized my condition. And as I said earlier, every time I'd get along, I was, I was so under conviction, amen. And I know that if I died in the state I was in, I'd go to hell. And it was because of the saints of God telling the good things of God made me want to go to the house of God. You may have somebody sits beside you that is low, that's carrying a heavy load. Amen. And your worship, amen, your rejoicing, sometimes it's just a testimony that'll lift somebody else up and encourage them on this way. You see, we don't always ride the mountaintop. Amen. I got to Missouri and the all my life, I'd heard about the Ozark Mountains, and I looked around for them, Brother Bobby, and I said, uh, where is the Ozark Mountains? They said, you're right in the middle of them. I'm right in the middle of the Ozark Mountains. Well, you see, I was used to the old Virginia Mountains. Hey, man, Mount Rogers over here. I mean, where you can see everywhere. Hey, man. So we're not always on that high peak, amen. There may be times that we're down a little lower, down in the valley, and we need encouraging. And so in order to encourage someone, in order for you to be encouraged, you need to encourage someone else. Right. You see, this is a help each other, amen. Right. You, you know the, uh, the bears, don't you? You're acquainted with them? Bear one another's burdens and forbearing one another in love. Amen. Those two bears we need to keep in mind. Amen. Forbear one another. Help one another. Amen. In love. And bear one another's burdens. After a while, brother, the Spirit of God will come through again right, right. and you'll be on another mountaintop. And you'll forget that valley you came to. Amen. It's a continual worshiping God, God and doing what's in God's Word. Amen. We don't always climb the highest mountain, but brother, if we'll stay in the Word of God and 
says, David said, thy word, oh God, have I hid my heart. When the blessings of God come, we're ready for it. Amen. We prayed up. We've read the word of God. We've done everything we know to do. And so we know we're living right for God. You see, we don't always feel like shouting. Like y'all are right now. Amen. Amen. But we know if there is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Right, right. We walk by faith. Amen. If it was by feel all the time, there'd be times we'd be lost. Amen. But we walk by faith knowing we're doing what the Word of God said. And that's what God asked us to do. Obey His Word. Keep His commandments. And He would keep us in the hour that we need Him. Amen. <coughs> no one is there when you need Him. Amen. I'd hate to be in a place and really need God. Amen. And I was so far behind on my prayer. I was ashamed to ask Him for Him. Huh? We don't need to be in that state. As you feed your physical man. You need to feed your spiritual man, church. Right, Amen. Right. God bless you tonight. I know this is this is pitiful preaching. Amen. But but it's it was in my heart. Amen. To encourage you and to strengthen you. Amen. We ain't gonna always kick over the pews and run the backs of the pews and run the aisle, but we can always have power of God in our life and know when we need Him. He's there. Oh God. Oh, God, when you cover miles and miles, amen. It's good to know there's a little church in Buckeye Holler that's praying for you, amen. And when you're between two rocks uh, uh, digging out coal, it's good to know there's somebody praying for you. Uh, when you're on the job, whatever your job may be, it's good to know that there's somebody that's carrying a burden for you that loves you enough to say, God, you know where they're at. Uh, you know the Lord they're going through, the trial they're carrying. It may be sickness. You see, it works on you mentally. Amen. When you're sick and unable to do like you used to. Amen. And so therefore, it's up to the responsibility of every child of God to lift those up around them. Amen. And that they may lift you up when you're down. One man told me something that I never forgot. He was uh, he was very Successful in business. I mean very successful. And in that process, he was very helpful to the people of God. And so he told me one day, he said, Brother Roger, don't step on people on your way up to success. He said, because you may need the help of those same people on your way back down. Amen. One day, I was at his house. He had uh, lost a considerably amount of money, millions of dollars he had lost. And uh, he told me, he said, I thought I was worth $7 million. And when the IRS had got through with him, his uh, bookkeeper was not doing his bookkeeping right, and he thought he was. He he just give it all to him. He thought he was taking care of it. And all he was doing was filing extensions. And he said, when they got through with me, I was $2 million in the red. Amen. That's a big difference. Of course, that's beyond my calculation anyway. But he had been a great help to the people of God. And you know what? There was a guy that loaned him $2 million. 
and do that and his ability to uh, be successful in business brought him out. Amen. He's thriving fine today. But it's all because he didn't run over somebody on his way up. Amen. You'll meet them after a while on your way back down. That's why it's important. You may see somebody down and need encouraging. And you don't want to take the time. Just remember, somebody encouraged you when you was down. Amen. God bless you tonight. Somebody get us a song. I've, I've preached long enough. Amen. I may have preached too long. I'm sorry if I have. I'm sorry if I bored you and worried you. But I want to be encouragement to you and tell you, worship the Lord. Regardless of what comes or what goes. If your worship is tied to your finances, it'll be a roller coaster ride all your life. But if your worship is tied to God, regardless of where you're up or down, you'll have the victory in your heart. And that's the main important thing, church, is to keep the victory of God in our life. Because after a while, we're going to lay it all down anyway. And we're going to meet God. I'd rather have everything fixed in my life and know that I can meet Him in peace. Amen. It's to be on shaky ground. And when those about me, amen, come around me, say, well, I hope he made it. I've heard that many a time. I hope they made it. Well, I do too. But I'd like to leave a testimony behind. He loved God. Amen. And we can do that, church. God made it possible. We can leave a testimony. Amen. Beyond a shadow of doubt. He was faithful to the house of God. Amen. God bless you tonight.